Hello and welcome to Uni. My name is Jack and I'm your host. Uni is all about getting you into the right college course. And in this podcast, we chat to students about their college experience, bringing you insight into the life of a student, as well as providing useful information regarding college courses. Today, I'm chatting to Elaine. And as you will hear, she initially studied nutritional sciences in UCC and then went on to graduate from UCD, where she studied veterinary. I hope you find our chat useful. Elaine, welcome to Uni's podcast. Thanks so much for coming on. It's great to have you. Thanks very much, Jack. Thanks for having me. So, Elaine, if you want to introduce yourself, first of all. Yeah, um, my name's Elaine. I'm a vet. I'm 26 and I'm currently working in Kent over in the UK as a vet. Okay, fantastic. Um, I think before we move into your current situation in Kent and everything like that, I want to bring it back to the course itself and... Uh, particularly when you were in the Leaving Cert, because as you know, a lot of our listeners are in the Leaving Cert. Um, can you give me a sense of what uh, that was like for you? And did you always want to do veterinary and did you want to do it when you were in the Leaving Cert? Yeah, do you know, it's a good question because I suppose my journey to veterinary wasn't black and white or very straightforward or anything like that. Um, so basically when I was in leaving cert, I went to my guidance counselor and I said, look, I kind of have this feeling that I want to do veterinary, you know, what do you think? Where can I do it? I don't really want to leave Cork because, you know, Cork people love Cork. So that was kind of the main reason for that. But, um, I was heavily involved in, in inter-county football as well. And, you know, I just would be a home bird. So I was kind of a bit nervous about maybe going further afield for college so she said look you don't have chemistry so you can't do veterinary and that was kind of it that was the conversation put to bed and I was like oh right okay so I kind of looked into different routes um I couldn't make up my mind I was taking you know online surveys what should I be putting in my interests my subjects I went to a guidance counselor over in Bandon um I came up with a mechanic a fireman a sports psychologist literally everything you can name I just couldn't find the direction I wanted to go in so like to be honest if I had something like uni I think it would have made things a lot easier for me you know because getting that perspective from people and making it so accessible um and getting that information and knowledge is so key but Basically, yeah. I went into nutritional science anyway. I landed on that and I, I did a year in UCC and just really wasn't happy with it, you know. So leaving cert is hard and I, I do really feel for, you know, 16, 17, 18 year olds out there trying to make up their mind on what they want to do for the rest of their life. But yeah. I suppose I'm just an example that if you do choose wrong and you end up in something that you don't love, then there is a way out and it's not the end of the road for you. You know, you can always change. It's not that big of a deal, you know? Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's all very good. And can you give us an example of some of the work you did then? Yeah, so first and second year, a lot of it is just lectures and attending lectures and just going to the college itself. And then maybe once a week, depending on the semester, you get to go on farm visits out to Lyons. So it's a UCD farm out in Kildare. So they organise the buses and all that jazz. You don't have to worry about that. But it's it's always good fun, to be fair. You go out with maybe a quarter of the class group. You go out catching 
sheep and rams and turning them and looking at their feet and all this. I remember there was this one lad actually from Tipperary and himself and myself would always end up in just competition because there's a bit of rivalry there over car curling and tip curling anyway. And Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, so we were there and what you have to do when you're catching a sheep is once you have their head turned, um, then they're easy to manipulate manipulate you can sit them up on their their bum kind of and have a look at their jaw and their teeth and and their feet and that sort of thing but rams are totally different stories so and um um, he went into one pen and uh he was he no bother to him he's a big strong dairy farmer like hurled a lot and uh he caught a ram anyway no bother and uh just turned the head on him and sat him up on his bottom anyway made it look so easy and Sounds like it's something that wouldn't be easy at all. Like, a, yeah. No. So he said, Skelly, I bet you can't do this now. And of course, if you tell me I can't do something, that's the end of it. Like, I will stay there until I complete the task. So I'd say about 10 minutes later, my wellies were almost full of sweat. I was literally panting, could barely catch another ram, but eventually I got the head turned and uh, sat the ram up on its bottom anyway. And I was absolutely delighted with myself, but anyway. Um, Fair play to you. That does sound like a you no. Know, so, so very hard to do. Rams must be heavy, heavy enough. Well, you know. they're kind of like myself, very strong-headed. Um, so it's quite <laughs> quite hard. But um, yeah, so you have that in first and second year. It's a nice introduction. You're not the content isn't too heavy, and then third year, you know, it's it's quite difficult. So you really have to knuckle down. Um, I suppose I was heading into college about half seven in the morning. You might not leave till nine, nine or ten o'clock at night. Um, okay, and is that including? Um, would it be all like work and classwork and lectures and stuff, or would that be socialising as well? No, no. So lectures start at eight, so you'd have to be in there for eight. Um, okay. So you might get an old coffee beforehand if you're lucky, mm-hmm. and then you know you're you kind of get your spot in the library sorted. You go to your lectures, and then you just study for the evening. So now, like that's kind of I only did that for third year, first semester. Really, that was the toughest because you you know it's going to be tough so you just set yourself up and you give yourself the best chance that you can to pass your exams um yeah, yeah, so yeah. nightlife i know some of my some of my friends would have gone out and turned off for eight o'clock lectures the next morning but that was just never one of my strengths definitely not couldn't do it <laughs> um, some people do some people don't i definitely didn't um but then once you have that semester over and done with you get to look forward to doing a bit of work experience so you have to complete six months of work experience between third and fifth year so you're out with vets on the farm you get to do a bit of small animal experience with the vet in a clinic um you can go around with horse vets that sort of thing and do do you get a choice of what experience you get to do yeah so you have to do a minimum of like I think it's I'm I'm not sure and I think it has changed since I was there so minimum of let's say four weeks farm four weeks small and two weeks equine and then okay. you do a week in the meat factory as well now oh, look sometimes you might get away you only have to do maybe a day or two there but it depends on what meat factory you go to and then you can spend the rest of it wherever you like so I did a lot of work experience up around Kilkenny and down in Clannacilty okay. Uh, farm animal vets so nice. it's just what I enjoyed and it's what I thought I was going to get into but 
I'm in small animal veterinary over in England now, so you really don't know what way it's going to yeah. go. No, that, that's so true. Like you can, you know, and your tastes and stuff and your interest will change as well, you know, but that was fantastic that you got the opportunity to, to do experience that you were interested at the, in the time, at the time, you know? Yeah. And it's the same as anything. I mean, if you want to just go and tick the boxes, you can just be unenthusiastic and stand in a corner of a vet clinic for, you know, a couple of weeks or a couple of months and not do anything. But like, it is really such a good opportunity to learn different techniques off different people. You're seeing how different vets do it and you're picking up tips the whole time. Whereas once you qualify, you know, you're expected to know things and you don't get to, to kind of watch vets do a bitch spay and see how they yeah. tie ligatures and that sort of thing. So it okay. is, it's a really good opportunity and you should make the most of it, definitely. Yeah. Is there anything anyone should know before coming into the course? And I think you yourself are in a good position to give this advice given, you know, your experience? Um, not really, to be honest. I mean, the only requirement you need to have um, to do veterinary, apart from, you know, subjects and, and points and all that jazz aside, but down to the actual individual themselves is just to have a passion for it, really, and know that you want to do it. Um, okay. Like, you look at me and... I mean, some of my classmates were saying, you know, oh, I've, I've wanted to do this since I was two. I kind of knew I wanted to sort of do it um, when I was like 13, 14, and then I just forgot about it. But then once I got into it, I knew exactly that it was for me and I was passionate about it um, and I was determined to finish it out. Like some people do drop off. There is a couple of my classmates that would have been in first year with me. And, uh, you know, by second year, they were gone, more gone in third year, more gone in fourth year, you know. So just I got a week of work experience with um, my friend's dad, who's a vet. And I suppose that was mainly just to make sure that I could stand the sight of blood before I decided to become a veterinary surgeon, you know. So it is important to get a bit of a taster for it. But with regard to, you know, prior knowledge and all that jazz, I mean, my dad was a beef farmer for years and I had no interest in going up to the farm because all he do is give out to you up there, you know. Um yeah. but you know, it was only until I got into college that I actually, you know, was mad asking him questions about the farm. I didn't know a lot about it before I went into college. You know, some of the lads were working as dairy farmers all their lives and they knew everything about everything. But yeah you don't you don't need that knowledge. Like you can just have a fluffy little four legged dog at home <laughs> and know its name and, and how to make it happy. And, and that's enough knowledge for you to go through and, and learn about veterinary. They teach you everything you need to know. So okay. don't be worried about, you know, reading up on, on veterinary related topics or anything like that before you go in. If you have it, great. It'll make it that bit easier for you. But it's not the end of the world if you don't know. Okay. Okay. So you're finished college now and you said you're in Kent. Um, and what are you doing there? Um, so as I said, I always thought I was going to be working in a farm animal practice somewhere in the countryside in Ireland. Um, basically, could imagine myself driving around in my van, you know, wellies uh, and oilskins yeah. on, rain belting down, talking rot to a farmer there about <laughs> his cattle. But anyway, just different circumstances 
just led me to England. I tried to get a mixed animal job in Kent, but there, there's not that many here. So I ended up just getting into a small animal practice um, just because England has a good standard um, of small animal veterinary. There was good support. I knew I was going to be able to develop my surgical skills. Um, and yeah, so I'm doing small animal veterinary over here now, which okay. to be honest, I never thought I'd be in the UK and I never thought I'd be a small animal vet, but there you go. Well, look, yeah, <laughs> life is full of surprises for sure. Um, what's yeah. the, what's the salary like then, Elaine, if you don't mind me asking? Um, so I was going around interviews and 30 to 35,000 pounds sterling was kind of the, yeah, kind of the, the standard there. Um. I actually came out with probably not a great salary, but my package is very good. Um, so you do have to kind of look at it as a whole. Um, like I have a, a car and accommodation included. So that's important that, you know, I have less expenses than coming out of my monthly wage. And back home, I think it's about 35 to 40,000 euros. Some of my friends are on maybe 50, but... You, again, you have to look at the package because if you are not getting diesel expenses and you're driving from, you know, Clonakilty to Bannon to Inishannon to Cross Barry to Cork City to, you know, Skibbereen, that's obviously going to drain your pocket as well. So yeah. yeah. €50,000 seems like a lot of money until you're you're pumping diesel into your car and, um, you know, that's, that's draining your pocket. So just to be careful um you know vets are a valuable commodity to employers so don't underestimate your value so moving back to the, the to the job prospects then um in ireland what opportunities would uh, someone coming out of veterinary have um so i i don't know much about equine veterinary job prospects because to be honest i knew i was never going to get into it even though equine medicine was actually my best grade coming out of college so Again, like some things just don't make sense to me, but there you go. You never know. Maybe one day um, I'll be running the car or something like that. But um, a lot of my friends went into internships. Um, three or four of the girls went over to Haggard Equine Yard uh, Veterinary Clinic over in Kentucky. So that's, right. you know, a huge opportunity. We do have a really good relationship with them as UCD vets. Um, and even my boss is Irish as well um, but if he ever hears of me talking about a friend looking for a job and they've qualified out of UCD he's on to it straight away telling me get them to send a CV talk to them tell them what we're about you know UCD vets do have a really good reputation which makes job prospects obviously a lot easier okay. Um I don't know anyone that struggled to get a job back home in Ireland you know there's loads of mixed animal practice jobs there's definitely scope for just dedicated small animal, probably on a lesser scale than mixed vets, but you know, you won't struggle to get a job. Um, over in the UK, then it's all about recruit recruitment agencies. Um, they basically get the job offers from practices and they decide to put you in what job they feel that you'd be good at. So you go and tell them all about yourself and what you're looking for. Um, and they get a lot of money to put vets in jobs, you know, so there's, there's yeah. huge, 
yeah, huge scope for it. Yeah. Um, loads of jobs around the place, you know, so okay. don't be too worried about that. It's all very positive. Um, you know, that's college graduates uh, wish to, to hear as well, you know, uh, that there's lots yeah, of jobs well, I and mean, lots of opportunity. After five years, you know, of studying and that sort of thing, you don't want to come out and then struggle to, to find employment. Like that's a nightmare, you know, yeah. so. No, absolutely. Um, yeah, it's quite good that way. And that brings me to my next question. So if you took a step back and looking at the wider picture of the of the course itself and everything, are you happy you did veterinary? Yeah, 100%. Okay. 100%. Because um, I, I asked a lot of vets that question myself when I was a student and they'd give you this stupid convoluted answer about <laughs> blah, blah, long working hours and that sort of thing. And, you know, even when I was studying and people had asked me what I was studying in college uh, and I tell them, they'd be like, oh, you know, now a vet's life and you're in for long hours and, and sleepless nights and, you know, it's a vocation, which it is. Uh, it certainly is. You know, it follows you around certain cases. You think about them a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, have I done the right thing? Have I made a mistake? That sort of thing. So, um it is a vocation, but there's always other options, especially in the UK. You don't have to do out of hours. You don't have to do weekends um, okay. on call and that sort of thing. There are options for you. And I'm sure there are probably options like that in Ireland as well. I didn't go looking, um, but I'm sure they're out there. So to, to close then, is there any advice you, you would give to a Living Star student thinking about doing the course? I suppose bottom line, um, if you want to do it, go for it. If you're on the fence, get some experience. I think actually that's a requirement now anyway. You have to have two weeks right. um, of work experience signed off. I'm pretty sure that's a requirement. There is a vet summer school that you can do. There are limited places, but it is a brilliant week. Um, you get to go up to the college, go out to the National Stud. You get to visit Lions Farm as well. So... Um, that's more for kind of fourth, fifth year students, I think. But leaving cert, if you want to do it, go for it, study. Don't feel that if you haven't gotten the points this year, that you'll just go into something else. A lot of my class had another year done somewhere else or had a repeat leaving cert done. I thought I was going to be so old after doing my year in nutritional science and coming into to veterinary. Yeah, yeah. But honestly, I, I reckon about 50% of the Irish undergrads um, had a year done in pharmacy and a year done in tutorial in Limerick repeating or in Bruce College, you know. So don't give up on don't give up on the dream if that's what you want, and don't feel that you need to have tons and tons of knowledge that'll teach you everything that you need to know. Okay, okay. Well, listen, Elaine, thanks so much again for for talking uh, and, and taking your time to to come on the podcast. It was it was fantastic bothered on delighted to do it we hope you found this week's episode helpful and hearing from our listeners is something we love so if there are any other courses you want covered in this podcast feel free to drop us a message on our social channels or you can email us at hello at uni.ie keep in mind if you're struggling to decide what to study in college you're not alone many students have a hard time nailing down the perfect course for them if you want a helping hand then remember, Uni's college course recommendation software uses AI and cutting-edge technology to help find the best fit college course for you. To find out more, head over to uni.ie. That's Y-O-O-N-I and find your Uni fit.